Hello there, my name is Jeff, and welcome to episode 65 of the Game Sharks podcast, where we talk about our favorite thing in the world, uh, mouth aligners. I got those invisible braces things, so I'm going to have a slight lisp uh, for this whole episode. No, that's, that's why I said j- jelf. J- jelf? I'm going to fuck up words more than I already do this episode. I was, gu- I was just going to say, like, you already fuck up enough. It's bad. Um... So there are any be... emails this week, are there? There are no emails. As far as there I are. Know. Oh my god. Seven no, emails. No emails. Weird. So we're in the clear there. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to fuck up a lot of words. But in 156 days, I'm going to have straight teeth. I don't know if you can see my... my I refer to them as donkey teeth because they kind of like... Uh, but Donkey teeth. <laughs> donkey... Was that from one of the Keen Peels? Yeah, yeah. East vs. West. West. So good. Um, anyways, and video games. Joining me this week is Derek. Hello. Adam. Finally. Hello, Internet. And Andrew. What's cracking? All right, we got a good episode for you And guys. Twitch chat. And Twitch chat. Joining us this week is Twitch chat. We are live streaming this on Twitch for the first time ever. If you want to watch us live on Twitch, we record 6 p.m., Eastern time, Thursday nights. Usually, we'll we'll start then. <laughs> we'll start streaming then. Who knows if everyone will be here? Uh, but you can check me playing Loop Hero while we wait. Um, you can find us on Twitch. Game Sharks Podcast is our username. So so far we have uh, IMO down in the chat, holding it down, hanging out with us, uh, mowing it down, mowing it down. Uh, no emails this week, so we're going to get into news. The main topic that we're going to be talking about later, you know, there was another Switch Pro uh, <laughs> news, I guess. Something. But Rumor. I'm fucking I'm fucking sick of it. So we, we're going to settle the score. We're going to place bets. There's going to be a scoring system on the Switch Pro. And in the end, whatever whoever has the most points based on this system we're gonna create is gonna win pizza from everyone else. Because uh, I'm. All right, so the usual wager. I'm fucking tired of all the rumors, so we're settling it once and for all. Uh, but we're gonna start with news like we usually do, and we're gonna start with Microsoft today. So Microsoft has decided to change the name of Xbox Live, kind of. So going forward. It's going to be called Xbox Network. Uh, so the way this is going to work, it's to differentiate for people who aren't paying for, like they're using the Xbox services without paying for the gold membership. So I believe it's going to be Xbox Live Gold if you're paying for the membership to play like paid online games like Call of Duty or FIFA. But they're calling it Xbox Network because they're they're transitioning to having games free to get free-to-play games like Fortnite, you don't need a a gold membership anymore to play those. Um, So they're kind of trying to consolidate everything into a single name, which makes sense to me. At the same time, Xbox Live as a brand has has been persistent for, what, almost 20 years now? Yeah. Yeah, because what, (laughs) 2001 was when the original Xbox Live launched? I think Xbox Live... It launched in 2002. Yeah, so we're almost at yeah. 20 years of Xbox Live being a thing, and now they're changing the name. So it hurts me a little bit inside. Uh, but I understand it. They're trying to... 
it's going to be slightly more confusing now, but like a year or two down the line, I think everything's going to be more streamlined by calling it Xbox Network because they're classifying even like you playing games on your PC as being part of the Xbox Network, you know? Right, right. So they're yeah. just trying to make it easier for everyone to understand exactly what they're opting into. Yeah. Xbox is uh, making some moves um, with this and and some news that we'll talk about a little later. There, it looks like you know every every bit that comes out is another step towards Xbox building an ecosystem that is going to be so inclusive and so like synonymous with gaming. Yeah. Um, and I think if we keep seeing steps like this, maybe in the next five years, as early as the next five years, really. Xbox will be the definitive way to play video games in general, you know, aside from things that were already kind of in place like Sony and Nintendo exclusives. Mm. Um, yeah. So this is, uh, this is probably just another kind of step along that path. Yeah, it feels take. like they're working towards back in the glory days of uh, the Xbox 360, where it was any online game you were most likely playing it on a 360. I I knew very few people who were playing their Call of Duties on a PlayStation 3. Not a, like PlayStation 3 wasn't super popular, especially at launch. And Xbox 360 came out a year before the PS3 did, so a lot of people hopped on board to that. Like that was their choice uh, before the PS3 was even a thing. So they're like, okay, I'll just stick with this. Um, and well, yeah, like you were saying, with all the moves that Xbox is currently making or Microsoft is making for Xbox. They're definitely working their way towards like being that dominant factor again. Me personally, yep. anytime if I'm not playing a PS5 exclusive, I'm playing on my Xbox because I feel like the experience is just better. Um, and even when even if you get past consoles too, like Xbox is on your PC and on your phone. Yeah, XCloud is a thing. That yeah, too, you, it's everywhere. Yeah. Um, I feel my... like we say it every week. Like we love what Xbox yeah. is doing. <laughs> My my hope is that down the line, uh, like I can see this maybe like five year plan, they come up with basically just the Xbox OS and like instead of uh, yeah that's called Windows. Well, no, yeah, instead of buying a license to Windows, because I I don't I I don't use my PC for anything but gaming, so I could buy the Xbox OS and I you know I could still have Steam whatever you know it's probably you know it's built off windows but you know i don't have to deal with all the extra junk you know it's just built to run uh games so it you know it is better at utilizing your pc for games that that what i think would be i mean very i cool. think i think what you just described is an xbox right <laughs> but and you plug it into your tv and then the screen gets bigger <laughs> But your PC. Andrew. Oh my God! You literally just described an Xbox. Imagine if you could build your own. I guess like a build your own Xbox kind of thing. Yeah. Like <laughs> you it, just order an Xbox from IKEA. <laughs> so I, I think what you're thinking more so is like partition your your PC. Have Xbox OS as a thing. Partition your PC. Uh, so that half of it is running Windows, but then you can boot it in Xbox mode, and it's basically just running as an Xbox. Is that something that goes along the lines of what you're thinking? We lost Adam, but that's okay. We're going yeah, to try to Adam, but Adam's camera was frozen for like a straight yeah. minute. Oh, I'm thinking along the lines of uh, like 
still are, are we gonna wait for him or no you can keep going okay I was gonna say, we'll, we'll do it live <laughs> still being able to do things like you know go on the internet uh have steam you know different stores but uh the os is built to to basically run uh video games mm. yeah that yeah I see what you're saying. It's a little weird, but hey, everything you say is a little weird, so. <laughs> uh, all right, let's keep on the topic of Microsoft for right now. Um, they are currently one of the contenders to buy Discord. So apparently there's several companies looking to buy Discord. I think Amazon is one of them. There's another big one that's Ooh. looking to. But um, Xbox and Microsoft coming in hot reportedly epic games epic was the other one yeah um 10 billion dollars they're looking yeah, to spend that's... which is more than they paid to acquire Zenimax. that was seven and a half billion yeah so i mean discord is kind of like at the the heart of video games now especially pc games like i don't know anyone that doesn't use discord twitch as a remember when we used to use curse and that turned into twitch and like yeah, and it wasn't nobody quite... else would use it or at least yeah. i had a number of friends who i was trying to convert because for the longest time we were using skype because it was the only option yeah right i, I had that. a couple of friends who used team speak but i was never a fan of it because it was a subscription service um so i was trying to get my friends to transition from skype to curse and they just wouldn't do it you know no matter what they were like no we like skype better and i'm like well first of all you're fools second of all <laughs> whatever and so when discord came out and we started using discord they had just hopped on immediately they were like oh yeah discord we'll do that and i'm like well what the fuck but but yeah so discord has been like the front runner in this area for forever yeah um it's yeah so discord is now the heart of games like we're recording this on discord right now we're using the video chat uh, and audio of discord so i feel like <laughs> building into derek's xbox os uh idea <laughs> discord could just be programmed directly into that and think about uh all of your xbox live chat like if you're using an xbox with a headset that can just be right into discord and you could be talking to people playing on dude so one of my biggest things is like when we go to play halo I'm going to want to play it on my TV, which is 4K and has the Xbox Series X, which runs better than my PC. But I was like, oh, man, I'm going to have to have a separate thing uh, for like when you guys are playing on PC. Uh, but now, if they end up buying Discord and just fully integrating it into the Xbox network, hey, see what I did there? Uh, then I'm sure their natural means of communication is on the Xbox going forward would probably be Discord. And then I can just hop directly into a Discord server, be talking to you guys as we're cross-playing on Halo Infinite. Mm -hmm. This is crazy. Yeah, they... this is the this is the smartest move that Xbox could have possibly made. Yeah, and it, and it makes sense with, with how many titles uh, are coming up with cross-play now and the fact that all their first-party titles are going to be on Xbox and PC, they need some kind of integrated chat to to do both. Uh, like, yeah, in-game chat like works, but it's much better to have a dedicated like voice server that you're communicating over instead of trying to like, oh man, the amount of times uh, I remember Dante and I used to play uh, when we lived together, we would play Destiny at the same time. 
and we, but we would play with Kyle and like the voice chat would get all fucked up because Dante and I were in the same house and using the same network. And like to be able to just take that out of the equation and like put it into a separate ecosystem and just be able to, okay, let's, you know, voice goes through discord where gameplay goes through Xbox live. And it, you know, I feel like that can help alleviate those issues. If you think about kind of like discord significance, it really like, this is such a huge thing, right? Like, with Skype in the past, and the, and like I said earlier, it was always a competitor. And, and maybe 10 years ago, companies in this instance would try to come out with their own thing, right? And, and to try and compete with that. We've, we're seeing it now, even with Amazon and Google, who are kind of behind the loop. Welcome back, Adam. Hey, Adam made it. Um, but so like Google and Amazon are kind of behind the loop in that thing, in that regard where they're trying to enter their own space with something new and have it have it compete but that can't happen so what xbox is doing is super smart actually taking a step back looking at it and being like well this thing is is working really well so we're just gonna buy that you know and, and so it discord is an already proven entity uh who has been doing well on their own for years and years so buying into that is much smarter move than trying to like make skype 2.0 for example right um, and it and it like it makes so much sense for what Xbox is trying to do. You know, think about what Discord is. It's on your PC. It's on your phone. What else is on your PC and your phone? Fucking Game Pass. So while you're cross playing <laughs> Fortnite with your buddies, your buddies are on PS4. You're playing on your PC. And uh, you know, I can't take credit for this line of thinking. Uh, be- I heard it on Kind of Funny today. So I don't want to. Uh, well, they steal our stuff all the time. So. Yeah, they steal our ideas. There. You're right. I just don't want to, you know, face risk of plagiarization. But they were talking about how, like, you could be playing Fortnite with your buddies, your buddies on PlayStation, and you're talking about an upcoming game, say, like, uh, the new Yakuza or whatever, right? And they're like, oh, I can't wait to, to, you know, buy Yakuza when it comes out. And you're you're like, oh, hey, me too. I'm just going to get it on Game Pass. You know, we we have this conversation all the time, how everything is coming to Game Pass. Think about Outriders. Yes. It's like... So many games, so many games, not just, you know, shovelware titles, but like big AAA games are coming day and day on Game Pass, a subscription service that people already own, and it's everywhere. So, like, it's just, this speaks volumes for, like, what Xbox is doing. It's like, it's already promoting cross-play with Discord, because Discord was what you used when you're cross-playing, because it's the only thing that is not tied to any one platform. But Xbox, in a way, isn't tied to one platform anymore either. So, it's just it just makes so much sense. Yeah. Uh, Xbox is throwing the heavy punches at this point there. They're tr- they're clawing their way back up to the top and oh yeah succeeding yeah <laughs> so it's, I would say so it's beautiful to see I'm I'm a big fan of Xbox and Microsoft as a company and it warms my heart to see them fucking rebounding after last generation because uh, the Xbox One was bad times all around <laughs> uh, all right let's hop over to PlayStation for a minute. Uh, so there's a patent that was filed for by PlayStation. Uh, where is it? I have the actual patent here. Um, it's it's a flowchart, uh, and it, it looks like the idea of the patent is to 
to allow trophies to be used during emulated games. So in the flowchart, it says start, perform emulation, detect trigger, all the required triggers detected, yes, uh, assign the one or more trophies, end. And then if no, it goes back to detect trigger. Um, so basically, people are speculating now, is Sony preparing to add some form of backwards compatibility to the PS5? Uh, and maybe adding trophies to older games because they didn't introduce trophies until PS3. Uh, so PS3 games obviously already have pre-made trophies, but uh, everyone's just kind of speculating at this point. This is a patent. Obviously, we've talked about patents before with PlayStation. We talked about that weird fuzzy thing that sat on the couch next to you and gave you feedback on how you were playing your games. We haven't seen anything about that, so oh, yeah. take patents with a grain of salt, but I feel like you wouldn't put a patent out for this if it wasn't something... Because, like, making an AI doll to sit next to you, that's not something that you need to commit to. But why make a patent for something as simple as emulating games or backwards compatibility, which is something that Xbox is already doing and people have been heckling Sony to do for a while? Yeah, and I think the reason I think this is real and why this backwards compatibility thing is going to pan out is because of its timing. Because... Uh, I believe in the last week or so, they're shutting down the PS3 store. Yes, they just announced so that in the last week. It's like, PS3, it doesn't make sense. Vita and PSP, right? PSP is already shut down. I thought there were three things they were shutting down. Was it Technically, PSP is already shut down, but it's like being the full axe, I think. Gotcha. Yeah, so shutting down you know, the, those stores, which are have games that are otherwise unobtainable, is such an, like a it's it's such a bad move because you you're just stripping the ability to play all these games from so many people um yeah. unless they're doing this where they're making yeah. it so you are able to play those games on their current system so i think it makes a lot of sense it especially when i think the playstation vita and the psp are like the only places currently besides i guess maybe you have a ps3 they have like expansive playstation 1 and PlayStation 2 libraries, I believe. Yeah. So, like that's that's a huge loss. Uh, if that if that if those go down and like that's a ton of like Final Fantasy Ta Tactics is one of those games. That's that was like, my exact example. The PSP and PS Vita. Yeah. It's... I was gonna say I've considered buying a like a PSP or Vita before to specifically play games like Final Fantasy Tactics or Legend of Dragoon. These old PlayStation Xeno mm -hmm. Gears. Yeah, these old PlayStation games that I don't have any other options to play besides getting a PlayStation uh, 1 and buying the physical discs and a memory card. So yeah. uh, it's we live in a day and age where we have easy access to so many old games, but Sony, for some reason, is dragging their feet. And Nintendo, too. And Nintendo. Well, here's the thing. Nintendo was doing it great. They had the virtual console. There was almost every great game you could think of across the Wii and Wii U, and they switched... But yeah. They move to the Switch, and they're like, eh, we don't want to do that anymore. Yeah, and, what's the and, deal with that? And the Switch is the perfect console for it, because it's the handheld, you can bring it with you everywhere, and it's, like, a better quality handheld than the 3DS, because the 3DS had a decent amount of games, but not nearly as much as the Wii U. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean... Yeah. This is... I don't have be so stoked if I can get, like, old GameCube games on the Switch. Like... Yeah. Like, why not? Please do it. No. Super Nintendo. Like, let me pay for the games I want. The Nintendo Switch Online thing is cool, and there are a lot of cool games on there, but I would personally rather pay 5 to 10 bucks for 
like the select games I want than getting uh, like uh, a game like Link to the Past, like a, a caliber game like that. Maybe Contra every, one, two, and three. Yeah, maybe like a high caliber game like that every six months, and then in between, just junk no one cares about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is definitely a good sign from PlayStation if this ends up being a real thing. Yeah. We have no way of knowing until you know later down the line, but we'll see how that plays out. Yeah, Jeff. If this if this uh, ends up coming true, we I, we should handshake. Uh, you play Xenogears, and I'll play uh, Drag uh, Dragoon Legend of Dragoon. <laughs> but you, you told go. me specifically never to play Xenogears. You said it just like watch YouTube videos. <laughs> okay, deal. Do if that know. happens, I will eventually play Xenogears. If you play Dragoon, and Willis it's it's a fun game. It's just fucking way too long. I don't think Dragoon's that bad. I think it's like 40, 60. 40 to 50 hours. Um, all right. Let's uh, let's keep talking about Nintendo. So, Nintendo and Niantic uh, have formed an official new partnership uh, to make more AR phone games, and they are starting with Pikmin, which, thinking about all of Nintendo's properties, Pikmin is kind of a really cool choice because the concept of Pikmin is exploring nature similar to the concept of pokemon so it may work in that regard yeah like the first thing i thought of when i saw that was like yeah pikmin makes sense like of all the things they could have chosen uh the quote from this is uh from a niantic blog post they say the app will include gameplay activities to encourage walking and make walking more delightful because you know everyone wants walking to be more delightful yes were you gonna say something derek or you shovel and um, harm in your face. I was gonna say, like, it makes sense because, like, right? Aren't all like the funny or all like the things you collect in Pikmin are all like real world objects? Yeah, and they in one of them, them. In, in two, they are in three as well. And uh, yeah, in one. I well, think in well. three, I there, it's all fruit. No, there's like bottle caps and stuff too. Was there? I don't remember. No. Yeah, but I know two. <laughs> two is all like real world objects like the first one you get is a battery you get like playing yeah. cards yeah i think that's the whole sub theme of pikmin is that it takes place on earth and that yeah uh, like the pikmin are like this this big and actually it takes place like, on pnf 404 jeff which is earth but <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> so yeah it's that's a fun concept um i think i said it even as early as last week that no ar phone game has been successful since pokemon go we had the Ghostbuster one died. We had, I think they, did the Harry Potter one was the there. Harry Potter one died. Uh, Minecraft, I guess. It. Minecraft was shut there's down, a, or is being. There was a down. Minecraft one. Exactly. Yeah, we talked about it on the podcast. Uh, We've done so many of these. Is there a Jurassic Park one? I can't. It remember. wouldn't shock me. Uh, if there was. But none of them are successful, uh, and people still play Pokemon Go. That game still makes over a billion dollars a year. Billion. Ooh, uh, wow. There was a Jurassic World one. Yeah, I didn't know. Not even Tikon played that, and he's the biggest Jurassic Park fan that I know. Um, so what do we what do we think you're going to be doing in this game? And is it something you guys are interested in Walking. actually playing? Don't do that to me. <laughs> what is the interaction with the game going to be? Are you collecting uh, Pikmin and then like meeting up with friends to do raids against like I don't know what are the the monsters, the slug monsters called and whatnot? Uh, I almost said Bokoblins, but that's wrong. That is um, wrong. Bulbin? Bulbin? No, I don't remember. That sounds kind of right. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, but I, I think it's it's tough to say because it doesn't have the immediate wow factor that walking around and catching a Pokemon does, right? Like collecting Pokemon is 
almost infinitely more like recognizable and enjoyable than like it's like the items you collect in pikmin aren't iconic other than the fact that in two they are real world objects so it's like unless you're just walking around the street finding giant batteries then i don't know Uh, or, or like are you walking around and plucking pikmin out of the ground right like and in that case that. what what do the pikmin do do you battle things like i it's hard i i'm very curious to see where they go with it i almost feel like it should be like an in the background thing like it, it you don't need to actively like walk around and do stuff like you do in pokemon go where you need to actually actually walk around and throw the balls at stuff and collect um pokestops I feel like if it's like you just walk around and then you when you're done walking you take out your phone see all the stuff that you collected and like think of like a loop hero type thing like that level of act, like interactivity and then like once you've collected a bunch of stuff maybe you can trade in to get new abilities and I, I don't know mm. I think it I, it needs to be more of a passive thing than Pokemon Go was I could see what you're talking about where maybe um, you're like while you're walking around with you know your phone, the app running maybe you collect pikmin like that's how you you collect it and then you know you can sit down on a park bench and like oh okay i've got you know 30 new pikmin let's see oh look there's something over there let me throw my pikmin at it and they'll like go pick it up and bring it over to yours i don't you know like that actually that's the only way i can see them yeah the, the like swiping play. up to throw yeah. pikmin that's like Just i feel like, like work. <laughs> that's a guaranteed implementation yeah like, that's gonna maybe, happen Maybe they'll have, you know, you can find, I yeah, I guess, I don't know how you integrate the, like, hey, if you go here, there's this thing, like the gyms and Pokestops and stuff in, in Pokemon Go. I don't know how you do that with Pikmin. So maybe it m- might be, like, a less social title than, than Pokemon Go. Mm. Do you think they're going to introduce new types of Pikmin? No. A Most definitely. Pikmin? Really? <laughs> a black Pikmin? Uh... What other colors aren't there? There's purple, white, green, blue. Well, they yellow, stopped doing colors. Red. There's rock and flying now. Well, the flying one's pink, and the rock one is technically that's, black. That's a coincidence. What colors have a gold Pikmin? Uh, orange Pikmin could be fun. And you get and you get gold Pikmin by spending real Pikmin bucks, which you pay for by <laughs> by uh, or no? What's the currency in Pikmin? Is there a currency? Is there I'm a Googling currency? It. Yeah. Or- I'm not because you're in debt. That's the whole thing. I thought you were just trying to get off of a planet. Pocos. Pocos. Mm. I don't remember that. Was that that, that first? So you can so you can buy a gold Pikmin with thirty Pocos, which you buy for forty nine ninety nine U.S. dollars. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Uh, Any of you intend on giving this a try when it comes out? It won't be for a couple years, I'm imagining. Absolutely, give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, like I said, Pikmin is like the weirdly perfect choice for an AR thing. I think so. If they can I get outside of Pokemon, yes. Yeah. Sorry. Yes, out, like outside the clear only one that has worked so far. If they can get this um, out around the beginning of this summer, or like the middle of this summer, once everyone's like getting towards the ends of end of being vaccinated and things are slowly starting to get back to normal, and people want to go outside and walk and be out and active, I think that would be a good the perfect timing because people are going to be want to be out and walking around and doing things anyways uh so yeah, let's, let's let's rematch the energy of the pokemon go release summer never gonna happen ever match that that was a fucking glorious i want it i want it back i want that feeling and that's that's my one like 
stipulation with this is that Pikmin has nowhere near the same level of recognition and and like brand recognition basically that Pokemon does. You know, people the reason Pokemon Go was so popular is because it was the it was the original 150 and it was bringing people back into the space who played Pokemon in the 90s and then never again. But they know Pokemon because it's such a global phenomenon. Uh Pikmin is not the same as that. There have been three Pikmin games and even by Nintendo standards it's basically a cult classic. Yeah. Um so for That's diehard Nintendo fans, this will be really great. But I don't know if it'll really take off from there. I'm definitely going to try it, though. Yeah, so that's the other thing is, like, will this game fail because it's Pikmin and it's one of their lesser-known franchises? I don't know. I don't know, if, I don't know if fail is the right word. It Like, it's hard to... I think we have to just set different expectations because we... the. I don't think the bar of success of success should be where Pokemon Go is because Pokemon Go is an anomaly, right? Like nothing, yeah, like we said, will ever reach that. No, uh, no, never again. So, like, while Pokemon Go is up here, I think that Pikmin should be like, or like the bar should be like down here, right? Yeah. Um, so I think if this is even moderately successful, then then that's a win. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, all right, Reggie Fizume. Famed giant tall man who used to run uh, Nintendo of America, he he quits the GameStop board of directors uh, <laughs> along with I think there was like six or seven other people. Um, I mean, would you want to be involved in that right now? No. Five uh, three months ago, yes. Maybe. So, um, GameStop is going in a very inter- interesting direction now after the whole so they were gonna switch what their stores were back in early 2020 we were all kind of on board for what their ideas were then the pandemic hit and their reputation was sullied by saying they were a, an essential business and being shitty to their workers and then they weren't really getting a lot of business coming into their store and then earlier this year, there was the whole stock market thing that happened with it. So, like, GameStop's had a hell of a year and not necessarily a good one. Um, do we think this is a, a death sign for GameStop or is it more like uh, they're going in a direction and Reggie just doesn't happen to agree with it? So, I believe the correct story is that they didn't quit. They were forced out. Really, Ryan Ryan Cohen, the the uh, former Chewy, Chewy CEO mm-hmm. that joined back in uh, was that November he joined the board, uh, is basically running the show right now, um, and I believe he forced out those six members of the board to get in more be- members that basically are understand e-commerce and know what they're doing. Um, I believe he is now the the head of their like restructuring plan or whatever. Um, they, I don't know. I think that there was a lot of stuff that happened with GameStop uh, this week because they had their earnings call on Wednesday. Uh, yesterday was it? Was it yesterday? Yeah, I think it was yesterday, uh, or it might have been Tuesday. But uh, basically, they announced a whole bunch of stuff. Um, they're now selling PC parts. I don't know if you guys saw that, but GameStop now sells PC parts. Oh, I didn't know they, that. That's actually a smart choice, considering... Also, they also now sell PC, PC CD keys. 
So you can now buy your Steam keys on GameStop. I see. I never uh, understood is, that. Why wouldn't you just buy it right off of Steam? Because because uh, so basically, uh, it's like sale stuff. I buy you know five hundred thousand uh, things of toilet paper. I get a discount because I'm taking it right from the manufacturer, and then I can sell those toilet paper for a small markup or whatever for uh, game for these CD key companies. They can buy a certain amount of CD keys from I, I think it's from both Steam and the game manufacturer uh, or the game publisher at a discounted price and then sell it. So uh, you can usually buy these CD keys for less than you would pay for on Steam. But uh, the whole thing is usually th there's a limited number because they can only buy so many CDs, CD keys. And uh, there's there was some... Uh, like, there's a little sketchiness to it because there are there has been like some sites that like acquire CD keys illegally or whatever, and then sell them off. Oh, and, like, what there's was it? been like some G2A uh, was one something, of those yeah, something like that. And like some sometimes they get them that in ways they shouldn't be able to or whatever. So that's like the but obviously GameStop's a legitimate company. They're they're going to be doing these things the right way. Okay. Um, yeah. So it it just it allows them to do kind of some things their own way. So yeah, they're they're doing a whole bunch of stuff. It sounds like they're like 100% going for the e-commerce route for the company from now on. Um, I don't know. I don't think they've technically scratched the plans that we talked about from last year. I think that might be like what they might turn some stores into. But you're, ne you're not going to be going into a GameStop to buy anything in, in the next, like, next year. You think it's going to fully... 2022. GameStop is going to be fully online. Yeah. It's probably I have two. I have two reads on this. My first one is uh, that that whatever they're doing in the higher ups, the executives of GameStop, is so irredeemable that Reggie's like, "Well, fuck this!" And also the last tumultuous year of of happenings. Uh, my other read is that Reggie kind of made his impact and decided to leave after also the tumultuous year. Um, you know, because based like. Longevity aside, the the last year kind of screwed basically any plans that I think anyone had with it. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if you know Reggie kind of gave him a little jump start, pushed him in a direction, and then decided to step out and enjoy his fucking retirement. I I think you're overestimating how much a board member like Reggie would be involved in anything over the last year. Yeah, I don't think he would have had any sort of majority say in anything. Yeah. But, but well, I'm like, not saying I'm not saying like he was running things. I was just saying he he was just helping out as as you know, as Reggie. Hmm. Like he just made his influence known and then dipped. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um GameStop is going to I think continue to have That's the that one's the less the less likely of the two. <laughs> yeah. Uh GameStop I think is going to have a very continue to have a very interesting trajectory over the next couple years. Uh, <laughs> it's been a weird year for them for sure, but I think honestly what Derek you're saying just as them becoming a fully online retailer being like the Amazon of video games I think would 
go a long way. Have like a rewards program specifically. Try to take uh, people away from Amazon. Because usually when I go to pre-order a game, if I'm getting a physical copy, my go-to is to pre-order on Amazon. Because I know I'm, 90% of the time I'm going to get it the day it comes out. Mm -hmm. And uh, I can use Amazon Smile. So a portion of it is being donated to a charity. And I can... Uh, I can get, they were like, they're usually like, if you pre-order it at a certain, within a certain time window, you get 10 bucks off or something like that. Like they could do things to rival, uh, what Amazon is doing for digital or online video game purchasing. Yeah. I mean, the, you, like you're saying, you could integrate as a, uh, instead of selling your games back to GameStop, you could sell your games on GameStop.com. Yeah, and that's how that's how pre pre owned games works. You know, they could make a because there's the only really well maintained pre owned game trading market is eBay, right? Right. Yeah. I, I don't know personally of any other like website that's used for for trading and buying used games. So. Maybe like a subreddit. Yeah, right. I'm sure yeah. there's a subreddit somewhere. Um, I or, think or they a would... Discord. <laughs> and having yeah. it having it be part of an online store, you could add some sort of rewards or something to make it more enticing. Because everyone fucking knows the story of going in and trading away your favorite games to GameStop because you wanted to try to buy something, and they give you a dollar for your favorite right, video yeah. game of all time, which is valued like twenty bucks. So like maybe having some sort of online reward system there to make it more incentivizing of some kind or like putting it immediately towards things. I don't know. They need to do something, but I think there is something to be done and I think they could figure it out, especially uh, Chewy is such a big company. Uh, I know a bunch mm -hmm. of people that use it to to get their, their pet foods and whatnot. Um, so I think there's a lot that can be done there for sure. Um, <laughs> Imo down in chat had uh, mirroring our point he said if you go 100 online he's gonna give you 25 cents for your old games see everyone everyone fucking knows that that's like yeah that's what they do so they would obviously need to change that but um yeah it's interesting and i'm, I'm excited to see what they end up doing but here's the here's the thing with that though is i think that's still a better uh a better t like example than just going to GameStop and doing it because if you're selling it directly to another gamer like for 25 cents then you're cutting out the middleman which is GameStop who who would then mark up your used game and sell it back to them for like 25 bucks. Mm. So like even that transaction is leagues better than whatever GameStop would have done with it. Yeah, make right. it like make it like a user to user sale however like GameStop takes a 10% cut or something like that so yeah, like you're yeah, still getting like you're still getting your money for the game you're getting more they're paying the person buying it is paying less than gamestop still gets a little something yeah everybody would win you know uh all right let's move on sad bit of news uh backer blood has gotten delayed one of my most anticipated games of 2021 uh it's a delay till october which is fitting spooky game spooky month um there's not a ton to say I mean, here, but it's, it's only what like three months, June, four months. June, July, August, September. Yeah, four yeah. months. So it's not not too too yeah. bad. Uh, there it's is. Kinda... Go ahead, Adam. 
No, I was going to say, like, you know, a few months delay like that probably just means they want to polish it up a little bit, not that, you know, something is broken here. Mm. Uh, there is a full open beta coming in Ooh, in the summer. Good, good. So everyone will be able to hop in. I know we were only able to get a few codes and spread them out, uh, but now everyone will be able to hop in there and try it. I'm sure there'll be new, more characters and more maps, more guns, more more perks and whatnot. Uh, so that'll be fun to hop in there and try more. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm going to have to try it out with you guys this time. Yeah, man, it's yeah. it's a blast. We love that game. It honestly sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, and then on top of that, we also got a delay in uh, Gotham Knights. I don't think any of us were particularly super excited for that game. I'm Derek, I think you're probably like, meh, I'll play it probably. I I don't have a ton of interest. I know T-Con's really excited for it. He's not on this episode, but uh, that's another one. It's got delayed till next year. Adam had it on his fantasy critic team, so he had to drop oh, not that. Anymore. Uh, <laughs> not anymore. So, yeah. Uh, tons of games getting delayed. Back from Blood stings a little and bit it's, personally. And it's but... not the last one. No, it's no gonna there's going to be more. It's going to continue for sure. Um, yeah. All right, let's talk about Rocket League Sideswipe. This was a surprise yeah, we... announcement we got yesterday. It's a mobile game, and it's Rocket League. It looks exactly like Rocket League, except for it's on a 2D plane. Uh, so uh, there was a couple game modes. There's like regular Rocket League mode where it's a soccer ball, and the goal is a little bit raised to make it a little bit more interesting because if you're on a 2D plane and the goals are just on the ground, that can be a little bit boring. There's a basketball one where there's like a hoop. You have to get it over and in. Um, but yeah, it just looks like a simplified 2D version of Rocket League on your phone. Huh. What are your thoughts? Could be cool. I mean, that definitely, game is popular enough. Definitely fitting for a mobile setting. Yeah, I think this game is going to be fucking huge. Uh, people are going to love it. They're going to make so much money. It's probably going to be a free game. Did Rocket League just turn into a free game in the last yes. couple of yeah, years? Yeah, last fall. Um, so this will probably be a free-to-play game. They're going to make all of their money from skins and special cosmetic add-ons. Crates, I believe, are their system. Is that how they do it? Yeah. And gotcha. you have to buy like keys to open them, which is dumb. Yeah. Um so I don't know, it looks really cool. I think I'll download it and play it. I I really loved Rocket League and then fell off of it fairly quickly. Um mm-hmm. and I feel like that happened to a lot of people. But Derek, I think you still play every once in a while. I I haven't played in, in a while. Uh we had played with, with Ally, uh who we who we had had on about, about esports. And uh yeah, I I also, I think, was in the same boat where you were, where, like, I played a ton on launch when it came out and then kind of faded off. And I think because the game ha- is, I think it's fairly simple to get into, but there is obviously a huge skill ceiling yes. and you find out very quickly that you are bad at it. <laughs> yeah, I never learned how to fly around with my car. Never was part yeah. of my uh, my skill set for that game. Yeah, I... uh. I fall into very sometimes short, sometimes slightly longer bursts of getting back into Rocket League. Uh, But for there was a long time where it was like my main competitive game and I played it like every day. I remember it it is the reason that I bought a PS4 over an Xbox because when I uh, was I, I finally got a job and I had, you know, exposable income. Did I just say exposable? You did. Yeah. I was gonna let it slide, but <laughs> no, dude, you gotta you gotta keep me on that shit. Uh, but when I f- finally had disposable income, I was like, I want to buy a console. 
that's not a Nintendo console, and I don't know whether to get a PS4 or an Xbox One. And the second I heard Rocket League was on PlayStation, that was that's when the decision was made. Because <laughs> uh, at the time it was an exclusive. That's right. Um, and it was part of the PS Plus, right? So I yeah, got it for free. It was. No, I think I had to buy it. Yeah, I see, probably by the time you picked it up, it, it wasn't. But on launch, yeah. it was. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I still play Rocket League from time to time. I fucking love that game. Pretty good stuff. It's the only game, only game I'm ranked diamond in. Yeah, I'm excited to give this a try. There's going to be no reason not to. Everybody has a phone. It's going to be free. I don't think they said it was free, but come on. If you don't make yeah. it free, <laughs> make it a real big mistake. Yeah. All right, let's talk about our last news for the day. We just found this out like six or seven it's, hours yeah, ago. It says, it says in this article that it's free. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima. We're getting a Ghost of Tsushima movie from the guy who directed John Wick. Okay, that's oh. that could be really awesome, right? Ooh, I, that's pretty cool. Uh, With directly working beside aside Soccer Punch. Yeah, uh, Chad. So, oh, I don't know how to say this last name. Chad Stahelski. 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 Uh, Stahelski. Yeah, man. Uh, the John Wick movies uh, are very beloved. People are super excited about those. They love Keanu Reeves. Uh, we we talked very highly of the Ghost of, Shishi, Ghost of Tsushima story last year when we were playing it. Uh, one of our top five games of the year last year. All very much loved it. Uh, Derek, I know you said it's one of your favorite games ever now. How are you feeling about the fact that it's going to be a movie? Um, I mean... I feel like it's probably the easiest game to turn into a movie because it is designed after movies. <laughs> yeah, that's but a good point. <laughs> visually, it's made to look like a samurai movie and, and like the cutscenes and it, like the movie is already in there in the game. Like you don't even need a storyboard. Yeah, right? you can just copy. You just it. take images from the game and, and say, I think, hey, this is what we want this scene to look like. And I, and I think the story will translate very well to a movie mm-hmm. setting too, with the exception of maybe like all of the tales with the side characters. Yeah, um, they're gonna have to cut all that down, which I think will definitely hurt it because that's some of the best stuff is the yeah. side characters and those. Stories. And it got me, it got me thinking that while this is very exciting, and I think that that I know what you're about to say this is is great i think it would work way better as a tv show i agree so each episode could be one of the tales yeah right and then but like half then halfway through the season right you switch and they're all together and that's when the story progresses right because like in the movie i feel like it's going to be hard to include those characters and make the relationship with Jin believable uh you know without taking the time to go through each one of their own personal stories um but Fair I'm very enough. excited. Am I, am I back? <laughs> yeah, the, you're good, Adam. The the one thing is, yes. While while I think from our perspective, we we really like uh those those tales and their relationship with Jin. I think you can probably make a really really good movie out of Jin and um Lord Shimura's relationship, mm. and uh, also include uh the Mongols. What's her name? The Yuna. Yuna. Una as another like she you know, Una. it's it's Jin and his two factors are his like the, the two people he's fighting for are Una and 
And Yuna, Yuna with the Y. Yuna. 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 Una is a Yuna. magic card. Una, Queen of the Fae. Uh, Yuna and Lord Shimura, you know, like his confliction between, like, you could make a really good movie out of that and still follow. Uh, you just obviously wouldn't have, you wouldn't be able to have all the stuff of like, hey, how did he convince all these people to help out, kind of thing. It'd be a little bit more, you know. I I guess it's maybe it's like a two two and a half hour movie. You know, get a little montagey for bits. You know, fill in some of the gaps. Stab yeah. some all my one uh thing is that Kenji has to be in this fucking movie. <laughs> Please, yeah. And I honestly, like ten minute Kenji side quest thing. Honestly, like they could just they could just repurpose the cast. Yeah, because they just, were all mo-capped. All those yeah. people exist and probably look very similar to their characters. You could probably... Yeah, and then just and then just readapt it for film. No, we have to whitewash it. Oh, oh they're, not gonna, they're not gonna. They're not gonna. There's yeah, no Jin, Jin Sakai is gonna be played by Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Fucking Christ. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, we're done. That's it for news. Uh, I guess now is a good time as any to transition directly into what have we been playing lately. That is, and, my Wi-Fi and, doesn't keep cutting out. And why is it Loop Hero? Unless you're Adam. Adam has not. Yeah, I haven't gotten Loop around Hero. to that one yet. Yeah. Better uh, question, Adam. Why haven't you been playing Loop Hero? I don't know. Just keep forgetting to download it. I got other shit going on, man. That's fair. We'll do it right now. It's a real do it live, video. Adam. <laughs> uh, Adam, why don't you go first? Tell us what you've been playing lately. Uh, still playing Will the Wisps on the Switch. That is such a beautiful game. Loving every minute of it. Mm. I mentioned retroactive, last retroactive game of the year. Retroactive game of the year, yes. It's yes. just, I'll give it that. Let's go. Now such, you gotta play Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah, we'll see. Got to get on that. I'll let you borrow my PlayStation. It's coming to PC. Yeah, I, I need to play. Oh, it's coming to PC. Eventually. Maybe I don't know. Look into it. If it comes to PC, yeah, definitely I'll give it a shot. Well, you could just wait for Intergrade, which has the the updates. That's also true. Have I played anything else? A few games of the league with my roommate. Uh, he's do. getting his brother into it now. His brother wanted to play. Kid was secretly a sleeper agent because he played Ziggs against the Zed and absolutely demolished the Zed. We don't, we're not sure how he did it. I love Ziggs. Ziggs is the best. Just throw those like bombs all day. It was such a losing matchup and the kid got a quadra kill. We don't know what happened. <laughs> so there's that. And uh, aside from our hat game, I've not been playing anything else. All right. It's been a slow week for me. Yeah, these are definitely slow times. Uh, uh, Derek, what have you been playing? Um, let's see. I've been playing more Loop Hero, obviously. Mm-hmm. As you do. Um, I beat the second boss. Oh, Did you? Well, who are yeah. you playing as? Or what class? The Necromancer. Of course, the Necromancer. The Necromancer. Seems, Nuts. Seems really strong. I feel like the Necromancer is particularly weak to a couple things, like goblins. I always die to goblins as the necromancer. Uh, but if you're playing just like normal camps, smaller camps, you just don't get hurt. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. Ha- have you gotten the intel center yet? I just built the intel center. Okay, so you got the gold cards? I have the, yeah, I have the gold card, the, the crypt the, or? The crypt and the arsenal or something? I don't know. I can't the remember thing that called. brings you back to life one time. Okay, so you don't have the new item one. I don't so believe there's, so. There's one that gives you an extra item slot, and that like that changes the game a little bit. 
but it's also at the cost of the rarity of your items being a little uh less like 15 percent. You, you basically you're more likely to get grays and blues than oranges and yellow brighter oranges <laughs> yellow i guess yeah it's yellow uh so but i think it it built it create it just makes a much bigger option for your builds and so it makes a ne necromancer a little more survivable but yeah i think the necromancer is essential for the second chapter <laughs> boss okay um not not to spoil anything i think i fought the boss did, did you fight the boss i yeah. fought him and got destroyed yeah i the first time i got to them i was just just obliterated as the rogue and then I tried it. Yeah, I was the rogue too. And then one. So I've been running uh, chapter one over and over again because I feel like it's easier to farm resources on chapter one than getting my ass handed to me on chapter two. You don't get all of the resources though. Like I think each chapter has exclusive resources to it. Oh, I've been getting all the ones that I need for uh, unlocking yeah. all the stuff. I no think problems. you'll get to a certain point where maybe you won't. I don't know. Maybe maybe not. But you also can hold more resources in chapter two. So it's gotcha. like it has its trade offs. Okay. Like if you can make it run all the way up until you have twenty items and like that's useful. But yeah, yeah. So Loop Hero is great. Uh, we keep playing that from time to time. Chapter three is already kicking my butt. <laughs> you said there's four chapters, you think? I think so. I think yeah. I think there's four chapters in the final boss. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'll, we'll just fucking go out of the way now. Jeff and I have also been playing Loop Hero. Loop Hero, always be looping. Always be looping. Be looping. I yeah. So the I I don't exactly recall how. I mean, I I jokingly said game of the year last last week for uh, Loop Hero, but like, unironically, this is so far my game of the year. <laughs> like, this game's so fucking good. Yeah, it's really good. It's pretty incredible. It's like so simple, but so smart. But like the narrative works so well with the concept of the game and and the way that they kind of mesh that together, and it's such such a unique concept too. And then it does what I think I really liked about Persona, and that it is that they drip feed you game mechanics. But the way that this makes it special is that as you play the game, it becomes more of a video game. Like you're building the blocks, like there's a a bar that says this is a video game and you're below the bar and you're just building up to it like you know because i was watching jeff play and i was like you have an exp bar what is that like i hadn't unlocked it yet and so it's just like it's you're slowly adding just like staple mm -hmm. game mechanics to it like like the traits and the quests and everything and it's man yeah it's so incredible yeah just like you're rebuilding the world in the game you're literally rebuilding the game as yeah. you play it <laughs> i have seen i have heard uh descriptions that you that this is like you're the dungeon master of this game mm, mm -hmm. that's, a, that's uh, a very good description there was another really good one that i forgot but um but it's like along that same line of thinking i fucking love this game well, you guys convinced me. I just downloaded it on Steam. And nice. it, you must have already finished because it's like 250 yeah, megabytes. Yeah, it's too big. It's, <laughs> it's it, nothing. It's already done. Yeah. It took literally 30 seconds. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So, uh, I'm curious that to see later. how you feel about it once you start. Or you could play it right now, Adam. Nothing's stopping you. Ooh. I feel like you want to yeah. not be distracted when you first yeah. start. I, yeah, I want to know. I want to understand what's going yeah. on, guys. Yeah. 
for, uh, warning for you, Adam, because I learned the hard way. There, like the way that you learn this game is by reading everything. Read know. enemy descriptions, card descriptions, everything outside of the game. You have to read stuff. Yeah. Okay. Which I did not no, do the first time. No, you did not. I'm no stranger to reading, and I've definitely fallen into that hole on games in the past. Like, you know, stuck in this puzzle for three hours. Why the hell can't I get? Th- oh wait, I didn't read that sign. Yeah. Yeah, I think we've all been there. Absolutely. Uh, so but yeah. I will, yeah, you guys are raving about this so much, and I had money on Steam, so here we are. Excellent. Game of the year. Looking forward to hearing your thoughts on it next week. Uh, anything else from you, Derek? Yes. So, uh, so I've been kind of like drip feeding myself with with Persona Five. Ah, okay. How's that going? <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, it's going good. I'm still on the first um, palace, Kamishita palace, but I, I'm like, I think I'm almost. I'm at the end of it. Like, I, I'm about to get to like the end of end of it, whatever. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. I I mean, it's it's a really good game. It's it's one of those. It's it's weird. Um, I think uh, a friend I I I know I think put it in words better. Um, that he didn't he doesn't really think about persona until he like oh, I'll play it and then after that session that like 2 hour session it's like oh my god all i can think about is persona and yeah like that i really i really like the game but it's like it, yeah it's like getting up the courage not the courage like just like all right yeah let me hop in and play for a few hours i feel like you have to really like you can't just play it for an hour. It's like a little bit of a commitment to play it for a little bit. At least that's how I feel it is right now. And that might change as I get farther into the game. And like, there's like more to do, but like right now it's just like, all right, if I hop in, like I'm in the palace. So like, I got to keep playing until I get to this next save point. And I don't know when that next save point is going to be. So it like becomes like, uh, like, do I have enough time to like, play to get to that next save point i don't know so that's kind of like where i'm at and i'm just like kind of you know i just need to to finish this palace and like mm. keep i just got to commit to it and keep playing it so the I think, more uh, and more you play the less of a, a feeling that will be and the more it will just consume all of your thoughts <laughs> like <laughs> hands down perfect yeah because uh, like my my problem is, is that my my morning ritual as I think I mentioned last week has become like sitting down in the morning before I start work and just like playing something on Game Pass. So Which is a good yesterday ritual. I played Star Wars Squadrons. What did you think? Uh, it's pretty cool. I think I was starting to get motion sick. Now imagine that, it. but in VR. <laughs> Yeah, I, and I think it's just because like I I'm not I was like getting used to the flying controls, so I was just like spinning and turning all over the place. But uh, I really I really like it. I'm definitely gonna try and at least like play the whole single player campaign or whatever. Nice. Uh, I just like like I always liked flight combat games, and I like the, I don't know. There's like some you know strategy to what you're doing with like you're changing like the power. Distribution. It like makes it not too simple, but like not too complex mm. while you're flying. Like you can do that quickly in your head instead of thinking, "Oh shit!" Like uh, I gotta, I gotta do all these things while I'm trying to dogfight. Like no, I just gotta just switch it to shields or switch it to yeah. convert power to, speed to, or to boosters. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty fun. It's simple, and I like 
that it's like this kind of like little story in like off to the side in the Star Wars universe that kind of just like it can exist on its own without like affecting anything huge. But so like, Palpatine's not be, in it. Yeah, Palpatine's not in it. Uh, Damn. Like you can create some interesting characters that you don't have to be like, well, why wasn't that guy in Episode Two or, or Episode yeah, right? Six? Like, if this guy's so important, you know, why did they make didn't they make him up till now? It's like, well, no, he's just like a little, little, uh, it's his own little thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you think Revenge of the Sith would have been a better movie if Ahsoka was in it? Yes. <laughs> uh, probably, but not redeemable, but better. I like Revenge of the Sith. It's the best of the prequels. Yeah, it is the yeah. best of the prequels. Arguably, it's, the, it's one of the best of all nine. Yeah, it's it's probably the fourth best Star Wars movie, <laughs> if we're going to be honest. Uh, quick yeah. shout out to Jin watching us live. Hi, Jin. Thank you for watching. Hi, Jin. Live. Hey. Uh, Hi, Jin. Uh, yeah. Cool. Uh, so other than that, I've just been plugging away at our, our little co-tour. Lots of Star Wars in my life lately, I guess. Yeah, a good amount of Star Wars. <laughs> Um, oh, I forgot to mention, I uh, started up a new game plus on Fallen Order. I thought you were going to say I'm KOTOR. Wow. Like you said. <laughs> no, God, no, not on KOTOR. Uh, I'm hours away from beating that. Yeah, dude, uh, Fallen Order, incredible game. Love that yeah, game. Yeah, I learned that when you, basically the only thing you get in new, new game plus is you just unlock all the saber colors from the beginning and all the cosmetics. So oh, that means cool. that you finished it. Yeah, I beat it. You didn't Did tell, tell us that? that? No. Yeah, I don't think you told us that. I must have forgotten. I beat it a while ago. Sweet. Nice. Must have been one great. of the weeks I was off, so. Gotcha. Yeah, you you also, I don't know if you guys have done the new game plus, you also unlock the red lightsaber crystal from that one dream montage. Oh, do you? Oh. And you get the Inquisitor outfit for Cal, so oh, if cool. you wanted it on new game plus, you could just run through the entire game looking like an Inquisitor. <laughs> that is kind of cool. That's fun. I like That's that. like the only like major upgrade. You get all the saber colors unlocked from the start, plus red. With the, I think that was a new patch that might not have been in base game. Um, so that's fun. I I did have one more thing that I just Ooh. forgot about, and I just remembered. Okay. Uh, I decided to try out Apex Legends on the Switch. Oh, oh boy! How was it? How did that go? Oh boy, that was a rough experience. I won uh, the match somehow. Hey, there you go. Because everyone else on Switch is comparably worse. Hundred percent win rate <laughs> uninstall. I did a like crossplay or whatever, so I I don't know if I was playing. I might have been playing bots because I was like it technically is a fresh account or whatever. Oh, uh, so might, yeah. I don't know, but uh, oh, that it just runs awful. I would not <laughs> recommend playing it on your Switch. Yeah, I, I heard I, it was yeah not optimized. The longer that we go through the Switch's lifespan, the less I recommend playing games on it. Unless yeah. they're made by Nintendo or are like indie I games. Why? Unless they're like like you can only play it on the Switch, yeah. then yeah. Uh, like when I go to yeah. play Persona Five Strikers, it is not going to be on the Switch. It will be on no. my PlayStation for sure. Yeah, it's on my PlayStation as well. Uh, we the three of us, uh, excluding Adam and then Tikon, last night we played some more Left 4 Dead Two. Yep, we, yeah, we did. We did three more campaigns. Four. Was it four? Three. 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 It was three. Because uh, we died that one time. Yeah, dude, we got to the end of one of the campaigns and we all ate it. Uh, and then, because, it, and then the it's next because time, apparently zombies just kept pouring in, and we were supposed yeah. to keep running, and we didn't do that. Yeah, we didn't understand it was the end of a level, so zombies would never stop coming, and we died. And then when we spawned into it, we beat that level in like six minutes. Seconds. It was crazy. It was so quick. Um, so yeah, enjoying that, chipping away at it. 
We're going to eventually beat all of the Left 4 Dead campaigns so that we can play all the Halo games so that we can play Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, it's installed <laughs> on my computer. We also have to try out uh, squad mode for Fall, uh, Fall Guys. Yeah, Derek was playing a game yesterday. Oh, yeah. I did play a couple a couple rounds of that. How was it? Uh, so the new levels are really cool. They I they like add new mechanics to the game. Well, not new mechanics, I should say. Like new new thing. Like there's like a gra- there's like gravity wells which like make things, and then they have like different you know obstacles and stuff. Uh, one of the rounds, one of the things, one of the modes I did was a race. So instead of like a point to point like race, it's a circuit, and you do it twice. And that oh. was pretty cool. That was like a cool mix. Because it's like, okay, now I know the efficient way to do this. Maybe I can catch up. Whatever. Uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, unfortunately, like half the games I played ha- were games that already I had played before. <laughs> but I think it was because uh. I was on like normal mode and not. I did play like two matches on the normal mode and then one match on the mode that was just the new maps. And I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. And it's yeah, cool that they better. do that. Uh, it gives yeah. you the option to only be playing new things, which is smart. I like that. Yeah. So s- squads will be cool to check out because I think the way squads works is like... As long as it's... one of your people wins the game, you all move on. No, it's based it's... on points on where everyone is. Oh, no. So oh. if like you win, but all your people are still at the beginning, you you would lose. Oh no! But so let's it's a collective. Collectively, like yeah. gives you points based on all of your participating members' participation or where you rank. Right. So right. if you have like two people getting up in first and like two people hanging back, you know you might average out somewhere in the middle. And so like every round, it's the lowest scoring teams that get eliminated. That means I can't just get carried. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Interesting. I like that. Yeah, we'll have to give that a shot. Maybe we can even I mean, play it definitely like takes two after the podcast. Let's I think I, I was podcast. reading a little bit about it. I think one of the main reasons they wanted to do it is so you could still play with your friends, but if you get out in the first round, you're not just sitting there watching them waiting yeah, for the exactly. next round. Which happened to us plenty of times. So yeah. So yeah, definitely, I think it's an added improvement that I'm looking forward to testing out. I like it. I haven't played it in months. Hmm. All the yeah, people I played it with time. stopped playing it. Remember that time that we played it for the episode? That's the last time I played it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, wow. Same. Remember how I said at the beginning of season two, I was like, I gotta get this wizard outfit. Never turn the game on to get the wizard outfit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're on season four now, so. Uh, I Whoops. I've been playing a bunch of Bravely Default two, a little bit of Kotor. Uh, mostly I play Bravely Default, bef- like uh, I don't know, ten minutes before I go to work, and then an hour as I'm falling asleep. Uh, that game's doing some dark shit with its story. I just got to a town that's like a religious cult, and the leaders are using the fear of their dragon god to to push people off a cliff, saying, like, you're a fairy! and But if you're not a fairy, the dragon lord will catch you at the bottom of this pit. But if you are a fairy, you'll fly away. So... None of them so are which Everybody dies. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's fucked. It's crazy. It's, like, actively making me angry. Like that, this religious uh, cult is running yeah. this town. That, uh, that's seriously some that's some witch trials logic. Okay, yeah. so if you if we're gonna put you in the water, right? If you drown, if you, as you much weren't as a the witch. Duck. Yeah, it's like man, if you drown, you're dead, but you weren't a witch, so you're good with us. But if you don't drown, you're a witch anyway. We're gonna kill you. Yeah, it's so. it's it's insane. Uh, so it's taking some Heads real dark turns. Tails, you lose. Uh, exactly. 
So I'm enjoying that. And I've heard that like once you get uh, the Bravely Default games as a whole, once you get past the because I think they all have to deal with crystals. At least the first one had to deal with crystals. They fucking Final Fantasy and their crystals, you know. Uh, but once you get past like the main like what you think your main objective is, things get crazy and weird. Uh, so I'm looking forward to getting to that point because I'm towards the end of the third crystal, I think, at this point. Uh, decently long game. But that's it for me. Smash. I'm playing Smash. Sephiroth. Ooh, I love Sephiroth. New new tech uh, where you can two-frame with Octo Slash if you time it perfectly. Pretty good. Time it perfectly, yeah. <laughs> you mean the move that lasts 10 seconds and hits eight times? Okay. Andrew, what are you even playing? Uh, Loop Hero. Yeah, just a lot of Loop Hero. <laughs> uh, also Assassin's Creed. Always be looping. But, um... Uh, yeah, Assassin's Creed 3 is the first game in the series where it, uh, like, there's just a shit ton to do, I think. Like, even more, like, there are fetch quests and stuff in the first games, but now it's like you have, you can upgrade your ship, and then there's also the homestead, and so you're doing side quests for your homestead that level up your, your, like, shipping system where you can like transport goods to to your villagers or whatever and then there's also like collectibles and other random busy busy work uh so i'm i'm spending a lot of time just like kind of mindlessly running through it did you, um, did you get the, sh- the ship yet yeah i got the ship yeah eventually i think you get treasure <laughs> maps yeah. that you can like go after yeah i, I did I, I found um captain kid's sword captain kid's treasure yeah uh but it's uh what was it i um i forgot what i was gonna say awesome i just i just forgot thanks derek <laughs> okay well that's, is, that's is that it. just it <laughs> that, that, right. that uh halts that train of thought okay uh how are we feeling do we want to take a break or do we want to go right into what we're our main topic is uh i'm good to keep going everyone good I'm to keep good. going yeah let's do it all right fuck it let's just let's get right into we're, it we're about to yell at each other the main topic of this episode <laughs> is the goddamn nintendo switch pro is it real is it fake no one's knows we got a new report from bloomberg this week and this was just going to be a part of the of the the news until you know i really got to thinking about it and it it we have to settle this it's been going on too long we discuss it too much i'm over it let's talk about uh first let's talk about the new claims so new claims for the nintendo Switch pro coming from bloomberg saying that uh it's going to use an upgraded nvidia chip it's going to support in nvidia nvidia's dlss rendering and it could be could be released holiday 2021 um and a bunch of analysts are predicting that it's going to be 50 to 100 dollars more than the current switch model okay that part i could buy See, that's the part that loses me even more than, uh, like, the rest that we've heard. Uh, anyways, we'll get into it. Uh, Derek, what are your thoughts on this? It almost seems <laughs> conflicting of the last Bloomberg report that we heard, because we kind of came to the consensus that it, uh, it seemed like after the last Bloomberg report, it was going to be just kind of like a 
uh, not a big deal replacement for the existing Switch model, kind of like the bigger battery model. Uh, right, but this right. is, if it's going to be a $100 price increase, then it's going to be an entirely new thing, supposedly, according to this. Yeah, that's the... So the, it's always been like the rumor or the speculation is that everyone, because they use a NVIDIA chip, uh, I think it was a Tegra chip, in the uh, the current Switch. I hate that so much. If they it's, made, actually, it's actually Tegra. <laughs> love it uh nvidia thank you um, and for nintendo derek come on nintendo yeah so if they if they're coming out with a new switch that they would likely use a new version of that chip and I believe the rumors is that the new chip that NVIDIA is designing is uh, would have the, their DLSS 2.0 technology and all this shit. And it's like, okay, like, yeah, that I guess that's, that's fair assumptions, right? They wouldn't use the old chip if they made a, a new model. Like, they wouldn't, if they were going to make a brand new model, why would they use the old chip? They would probably use a new one. Like that's just how manufacturing, you know, works. Like the video, Nvidia, <laughs> is it going to keep manufacturing this old chip for them, you know, for forty years? Yeah, I don't, know, you know, whatever. So, yeah. like, this seems to be the first actual like report that's come out and said, yes, Nvidia is making this chip for Nintendo, and it will have DLSS in some some fashion. Uh. A lot of the other things I saw were saying that it's their new tech that they're going to be introducing in their cards next year, which that seems like the like, okay, now that's a ridiculous rumor. Why would they put out their brand new technology first on the Nintendo Switch? Yeah, that would never happen. (laughs) Unless Nintendo came to them and said like, because I think they had set up like a 10 year deal or something with Nintendo for this. So unless Nintendo was like, you know, give us this and we'll, you know, we'll put on every box, you know, built by NVIDIA or you know, something stupid like There's that. There's no but, way. Yeah, I think I, I doubt it's going to be like this brand new, like breaking technology or whatever. Uh, yeah. Like it's going to be, it's going to be new, but it's not going to be like next year's, the 2022 tech tech. It's going to be like probably last year's, or because like they have to start manufacturing this soon, right? Like they they talked about. I think one of the last rumors was that it was going to start in in June or something. Was the the screens going to be like shipped out or whatever? So like this got to be manufactured in the next six months if it's going to be coming out holiday or spring 2022. So I I think I think the one thing that is certain. Is that this model will have DLSS? Uh, for for the three dummies here who have no idea what you're talking about, what is DLSS? Deep learning super sampling. Okay, so is that just like blacker blacks and stuff like that? No, that's it's AI upscale. It's using AI to fill in, to up basically upscale the images of the game to higher resolutions, oh. and it does that by filling in the pixels. Using it like the AI could basically said, hey, all right, like you this know, this is probably green. 
if I, yeah, like this, this pixel's probably green because this one over here is green and that one over here is green. So if we spread it, if you know, it's it's AI stuff. It's okay. really, really, really cool technology. Um, I believe Xbox Microsoft has some s- sort of DLSS in the Series X and Series S for uh, backwards compatible games. Okay, that's how that's how they like upscale those is with some like I believe DLSS is. NVIDIA's like trademark name and like so like Microsoft can't call it DLSS they have to call it something else Mm -hmm. Um, but it's the same idea yeah and the the new DLSS the DLSS 2.0 which I believe came out with the 30 the 3000 series cards is like way more powerful and is like insane it like you can run a potato and like the the DLSSS will will take make the potato put out a 4K game or whatever. Like it's it's pretty it's pretty cool technology. Hmm. Uh, it's just not widely available right now because no one can find any graphics cards anywhere. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because so I think that's what I can glean what... from this article is that DLSS uses custom code, so it's not yeah. like this. You can just apply it to anything. Right. Yeah. That's that's the other thing is that's why it, it's not it's likely not going to like it's not like Zen- one of the people, people are constantly bringing up xenoblade chronicles definitive edition it's not going to fix that game like no. you're not unless nintendo goes in and patches xenoblade xenoblade rabbit boo to be xenoblade chronicles definitive edition to make use of dlss like that game is still gonna look like shit and play like shit on on the switch but uh new games like they can make the new Breath of the Wild run at beautiful 4K on your TV using, even though like the Switch might not be able to actually output 4K 60 frames per second, as long as it can hit the 60 frames per second at some type of resolution, maybe the docked 720, this DLSS can super sample it up to 4K and it will look incredible. And that's like the big selling point for this is you're docked in docked mode, everything is going to look awesome and run awesome. and on your switch itself everything is still going to look good and run good so if breath of the wild 2 has been in development for we've known about it for at least almost two years now uh is this something that they would have to be like this chip in this dlss is it something they'd have to be aware of and have programmed into breath of the wild 2 for it to work because a Likely, lot of people are saying that, like, oh, Breath of the Wild 2 is going to launch alongside whatever the Switch Pro is. Yeah. So, if we're, if, like, Nintendo is just now figuring out and, like, putting these new chips in and knowing what these chips can do, how would how would that work with the game that's been in development much longer than this seems to be a thing? I don't believe it's that difficult to, uh, like, work into a game. Um, it's just about it. Ha- you like there's there's some kind of code you have to you know work with the DLSS chip or whatever to get it to work. Because um, I know Unreal, every game you make an Unreal Engine for, it's just a switch because the Unreal Engine is built to work with um, DL- DLSS. So it would really just be about them going in and saying, all right, let's you know at like i don't think if if nintendo because 
likely Nintendo would probably have to have made this decision a year ago, two maybe two maybe two years ago. That they so if if Breath of the Wild is going to be using this technology, uh, they likely knew about it the minute Nintendo made this decision, and they were able to you know like the minute Nvidia, Nvidia could give them access to the tech, they were able to get into you know get in and do it, implement it into Breath of the Wild yeah. too. Huh. Um. All right. We've heard. How many times have we reported on Nintendo Switch Pro rumors since doing this podcast? Probably like, I don't know, at least ten. Ten times or so. All when was the like first one? Was it like last March? Yeah, it was over a year ago for sure. Yeah, these have yeah. been going on for a while. It feels like every few weeks they just kind of get reignited. So, a lot of them are contradicting too. That's the weird thing. Is like I feel like we're hearing something new and different every single time we're reporting on it. Um, and I think the fact that these last two were from Bloomberg is gives it the most credit out of anything we've reported on up until this point. Um, and I think we all have very varying degrees of uh, thoughts and opinions on what we're going to see and what's going to actually happen. So I think it's best for us to go through, uh, maybe make a list of like key points that you can have a say in like number one is it gonna happen yes or no are we getting a switch pro uh number two when number three is it gonna cost more or is it gonna cost the same uh i don't know just like these things that we can quantifiably make guesses on to reward the person who is the most correct I feel like that would be a fun thing to do. So whenever, if this thing is ever announced, and there will obviously be a successor to the Switch, whether that is a full-on new model um, or, like, a new Nintendo 3DS version of the Switch or a PS4 Pro Xbox One X version of the existing Switch or if it's just Switch 2 and it is the next uh, full generation for Nintendo... There's going to be something after, but it's kind of us figuring out, us putting down, putting our pizzas on the line uh, to to really figure out what we think is going to happen. So, Andrew, I'm putting you in charge of uh, writing all this down. You are the official scribe of the Game Sharks podcast. It is I like known. it. It is known. Um, so... I guess we should start off with um, Switch Pro, yes or no. We'll go around. Everyone can kind of say what they think and why they think it. And I guess in the same vein, this could be like, uh, or like, is there going to be a Pro version or is it the next thing they do just going to be a new Switch, like an entirely new console? Um, so do you want to do you want to figure out what all of the the categories are before we go through do you want to think of one discuss it go to the next like think of another one discuss it i think we can just go like that you know yeah we can just yeah. go all right so starting off will there be a nintendo switch pro uh, a a version of our existing console that runs the same cartridges maybe enhances some games maybe is required to play a couple games but most of the games can be played on the old model or will the next thing that nintendo does be 
an entire new generation console. Uh, I want to go to Adam first. Adam, what are your thoughts? I'm going to go with yes. To, to the, which? Oh, sorry. To uh, the first option. That there, there is, it's an upgraded version that may have some exclusivity, but it'll still run the same things. Yeah. Because right now, like, the light and the regular Switch are still so popular, I can't see them just abandoning that outright. Yeah. So I think it'd be really... If they're going to do anything, I think it's going to be... There's going to be, like, the standard model, which we still have. The light model, if, like, okay, I don't need anything too fancy. I'm cool with just handheld. I just want to play Nintendo stuff. And then go the other direction now with an upgraded model that, hey, this can run a few things that, you know, more avid gamers might be into that the regular Switch can't run well. That's what I'm thinking is happening. Okay. Derek, you seem to kind of be on the same page as Adam with that. Yeah, this is this is if if we want to go comparisons, this is the new Nintendo Switch, not the Nintendo Switch U. Gotcha. Okay. New Nintendo Switch. Nintendo Switch I. <laughs> See, that's that's not what it is. NSI. It's yeah. more than the DSI. It's more than the DSI, but it's the like I bet we could see a, a, a new Nintendo 3DS scenario where like two games come out that the require Nintendo, this hardware. The Nintendo Switch, but it's S W I I T C H. Andrew, what are your thoughts? Yay or nay to the Switch? Uh, what do you think? At is this happen? point, at this point, I think yay, um, and I think that it is exactly like you guys said uh, using using that analogy. Uh, the DSI to the DS, and not not the Wii U. It is just like, an up. It's just basically a Switch with a bigger screen with DLSS and a better resolution. You know. Yeah, like like Derek, you're saying uh, you can play Apex all Switch games on it, right? Huh? You're saying Apex runs like crap right now, right? Yeah. So imagine a Switch where it doesn't run like that. Right. I can. It's called a PlayStation. <laughs> Any other portable, thing that runs portable. Apex? Um. All right, put me down for that there will be no Nintendo Switch Pro. I think, if anything, we will get another minor revision akin to the bigger battery one or maybe akin to the DSi. It'll be minor adjustments. Maybe it's a nicer screen, but nothing that they're going to, that Nintendo themselves will acknowledge. It will just be what the new, the, the Nintendo Switch is. If you happen to buy one, uh, it'll be slightly better than the previous version and even a little bit better than the version before that. Okay. Um, so you're going more with the, the Switch XL. I'm go- uh, It's just like this the Switch with a slightly different serial number on the box than the Yeah, previous. it's it like inter- up by one. Yeah, it's like the Switch yeah. 1.3 uh, is what I think the next thing that we get is. Um, and then I think down the line we will just get a new a whole new generation console it'll be like see it becomes difficult because what is their next console it's just gonna be another version of the switch i think the switch is what they're gonna do going forward i don't see a world where they go back to just having a box that you plug into the tv and that's it so i think here's the i think this is the the defining or the distincting distinguishing factor in this sometimes my brain takes a little bit um is i think the thing that defines whether or not is it, it is a quote-unquote brand new console the next generation is do can you play the new games that release for that console on 
the current original Switch? So, I think if if yes, then it is just an upgrade. If no, it's new. Okay. Yeah. I think that's I think and, that's what we need to define it as. And historically Nintendo has never made it with the exception of the Game Boy, which again, this is a handheld. Wait, no. They've never made it so that you can play the current Actually, no video game console has ever done that. You've never been able to play a PS4 game on a PS3 or an Xbox 360 game on an Xbox. Yes. I think the next thing we get from Nintendo, the next big thing, will be a new new hardware that won't be able to run its games on the Switch. All right. Point number two, I guess. uh, How much money will this next thing cost? A battery fitting. That's How a much is the current? Three hundred for the current switch, and also the switch light is two hundred. I want to say. Yeah, it's like a four hundred dollars less. Uh, so what do you think? And some of these questions, I'm because you guys are assuming we are going to get that pro version. I am not. I'm going to have to answer some of these questions as if I think there is going to be a pro version. Yeah, yeah. Very uh, uh, bit of a. So if there is no them. if there is no pro version, do I automatically win? Yes. You should yeah. have to answer Basically. your questions based. Oh, I was gonna say you should answer based on what you think is coming. Okay. But th- that basically, yeah, like. So then I could be answering what I the price of the next thing is based on what I think the Switch Two is gonna be. Okay. Or or do we want to base this on what we think the Switch Pro? Would be. Uh, so, assuming like, there is a Switch Pro after this? Yeah. Okay. That, basically, it's like, then we're still on the same path, but we just had one question different, mm-hmm. whereas now we're like, you just okay. go to a separate line of questioning almost. That, if like, there is a Switch Pro, then... Okay. Yeah. Alright, if yeah, there is a Switch Pro, what do you think it's going to cost, Adam? I'm going to I'm gonna conservatively say 350 because, you know, from the light, from the regular to the light, like, you're losing the entire docking feature. So that makes sense for it to be $100 less. But I don't want to say a full $100 increase because I don't know in our theoretical future here what upgrades are there that would you know, justify a $100 jump. Mm-hmm. I'd say if it's an upgrade, I think it'd be a little more expensive, but I, I don't feel good about saying 100 Derek? I think it's going to be the same price, $299. So, okay, do they drop the price of the existing model and then therefore drop the price of the of the no. light? There is no more existing model. So you think the pro entirely So you think it's a significant enough upgrade where it's considered a pro model, however, you think they're going to eliminate the current model. Well, they kind of already did that, right? With the I mean, the new model like it, like if this is just like the switch with DLSS just like the last one was just switch with better battery life that's not a new thing and they and that's just what they are now right yeah but that's not what Derek thinks it's going to be so that's or like does you so that's what i'm saying that oh. basically from my perspective if you look at it they're not building a brand new more powerful switch in the current times they're building a switch that is in line with the current times and technology so like mm. if they had this DLS, if we had this new Tegra chip back in 2016 when they made the original Switch, then it would still be that same price. It wouldn't have increased the price. 
So like basically they're replacing the whole switch with this new model that has this new CPU. And I think they could do the same thing with the switch Lite. You could replace that whole model with just this new chip. And that is, that's all you need. And now it's like, you don't have to rebuild the system. Like they've perfected the design and what, needs have to they, go in the switch joy cons need to be reworked so that maybe they, they could they could still update the joy cons whatever but like you know like when you upgrade your pc your cpu and your pc you can keep your case and your monitor you just are switching the parts on the inside out it doesn't become pc2 it's just still pc so that's what i think is going on here is it's just hey and that's what i think what all consoles are going to be from now on is they, they've nailed down what the architecture of a console is, and now it's just, hey, we're just putting in these newer parts that now are relevant in 2020, in 2024. Like, maybe you can, maybe the cases will change, but the architecture itself will stay the same. And so that's, I think it's just, it's going to be $299, same price as the current Switch. If, if Nintendo could get away with it, they wouldn't even tell us it was a new Switch. Mm. So that's true. So you're of the mindset that they're gonna be like phones going forward, and it's just like a slightly new like phones have been pretty optimized at this point. So every new version right. is just a new is is very minor increases. But if you go three or four years, then you you your phone is pretty far behind the current technology. I right. see what you're getting at. Okay. Yeah. So you're you're expecting it to be the same price, and the other one's gonna be phased out. What do you think, Andrew? I said about tree fitting. Oh, you're serious? You weren't just making a, a, a South Park joke? <laughs> it works the best when it's at when it's legit. Um. Yeah, I think I'm inclined to agree with you and Adam. I think mm, put me down for four hundred. If they're getting Ooh. new expensive, I don't think they're gonna phase out the existing model. I think they might have three SKUs. Um, I don't, they, I've heard people say like, oh, they have the light, which is handheld only. They have the, the normal switch. They're going to have a docked only switch. I don't think that'll happen. Um, I think the whole, I like premise of the switch and taking it on the go and then putting it on your TV is essential to what it is. Um, so I don't see a world yeah. where they do that. Um, but I do think if they're going to be, if there is going to be a pro version they're going to push it as such. There's going to be updated Joy-Cons. The screen's going to be bigger and higher quality. This chip is probably going to cost a little bit more, especially with all of the manufacturing shortages going around with chips. I know I heard I was reading a story about how Ford has just built a shit ton of cars and they're just sitting there waiting for these these chipsets to get to them to put in the cars so they don't actually sell them. Um so I think that that will be a big factor in the price being a little bit more. And it's going to be more of a luxury item than like if you just want this like a good quality video game console, get the Switch. If you want the luxury item, Switch Pro. Actually, did you guys see the uh, supposed uh, leaked patent for a updated Joy-Con? I did see that. I didn't include it in the news because I didn't know... I didn't, it's just it didn't something floating like around. Like, legitimate. I don't believe it for a second. Yeah, there was like just, there was a thumbstick and then a joy or a, like a circle pad. Yeah, yeah, there was a D-pad and then a circle pad and then buttons on the left side alone. And I feel like that's just overkill. That's something yeah. a fanboy drew up. Could be. 
It but it is a real patent, though. Was it a real patent? I thought it was a, a leaked. Patent. It was. What I saw was that it was actually created two years ago. Oh, interesting. Okay. And it yeah, so it could just, like, just be. But, you know, it could just point to, like, they are thinking of ways to improve it. And, you know, maybe, you know, companies like this, they always just file pads. Like, oh, we might do this. Let's just cover our bases. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think that could be a question on its own for our thing is, will there be a new Joy-Con? Yes. I think. Yeah. Put me down for yes on that, Andrew. If there is a new model, like a pro model, it will have an updated Joy-Con. I think yeah, it'll I can, be. I, I think it'll be interchangeable with the existing Switch, so it'll be the same size. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there will be a newer version where there isn't drift issues. They've looked into it, um, and Maybe all Joy Cons sold going forward will be this new version. Will be the new version, a Joy Con Pro, so to speak. Sure, that makes sense. See, in that case, I say nay, because mm, because Nintendo has fucking put out so many Joy Cons at this point that like. Are you, so I guess my question is: Are you saying that uh, that current Joy-Con would be incompatible with the new Switch? No, no they're I, I just would say not as high quality. All right, then never mind. It's yeah. kind of like how you can still use an Xbox like Wii Motion contro- Plus. Well, you can use an Xbox One controller on an Xbox Series X. Yeah, but in in a more relevant Nintendo example, like Wii Motion Plus. Yes, exactly. Well, no, because some games required Wii Motion Plus. Whereas right. no game will require the Switch. The Joy-Con Plus. The Joy-Con Pro. Joy-Con yeah. Plus. I agree. That's whatever you want. I'm to call with it. Derek on that. Um, release date. When is this thing coming? If it so, is. are Adam and Derek also? What What do you guys say about updated Joy-Con? Uh, I'd say some kind of slight update. Yeah, I'll go for a blanket. Yes. Yeah, I think no. I don't think they'll have a new, new Joy-Con. Oh. Um. All right. Anyway, date, saying... What do you think? November Ooh. this year. Ooh. Yeah. You think it's coming this year? Yeah. I was gonna say fall next year. Okay. I'll put in early 2022, like springtime, like March. So like Q1. Yeah, Q1 2022. I'm with Adam. I'm gonna say spring 2022. I think I think Derek's guess of holiday this year could be good, if not for the pandemic. Well, a lot of people said if it wasn't for the pandemic, we would have gotten it last year, or this yeah. spring, or yeah, like True. now. Um, but yeah, like, since, like since like the rumor mill is like really on fire right now, I think it's just a better guess to say early next year as opposed to this year. Yeah, I'm with Adam. Uh, all right, my my favorite launch game. What? What game are they are they fucking pushing with this new thing? Because you know it's got to be something. Oh, it's 100% Breath of the Wild 2, because regular Switch yeah. launched with Breath of the Wild. Even the Switch Lite had the Link to the Past reboot up there with it, like when it launched. So they always launch with the Zelda game. Not always. Always? Did they always do it? No. A lot of the, times they launched with the Zelda game. Not uh, the Wii U, Adam. didn't. Wii Which U is didn't. why the Wii U was inferior. Exactly. I think the Wii and the Switch are the only ones that have launched with Zelda games. Yeah, but I'm just yeah. saying, like, specifically the Switch and the Switch Lite both had Zelda games around their launch times. So, I think it's going to be Mario Kart 9. Ooh, okay. Best-selling Fucking... game of all time. He's got a point there. So Derek says Mario Kart 9. What did all you right. say, Adam? New Zelda? Breath of the Wild yeah, 2? Yeah, definitely Breath of the Wild 2. 
Jeff? Because I don't think there's going to be a pro version of the Switch. And the next thing that we get is going to be their next generation, Metroid Prime 4. Oh, okay. I think, the like... Oh, should I change my date answer then to... When you think Metroid Prime is going to come out? Okay, so here's the thing. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play I'm both. both play sides. both here. I'm gonna have some answers that are like favoring the like there is no Switch Pro, and then go for some safer answers in case there is a Switch Pro because I want to win some pizza. Um, so I'm gonna leave everything I've else I've had. But yeah, give me Metroid Prime. I think the next big console that we get, um, it'll launch with Metroid Prime Four. My my answer is Bayonetta Three. Interesting. See, I don't think that's a big enough franchise to to be the flagship of a newer model of your your second neither. best-selling console. In yeah, Nintendo neither do I. I guess it's not going to launch <laughs> but, with just one game. But that's what Nintendo's going to do, is the thing. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, like, it's like that scene in Bill and Ted, where he's like, we gotta not know what we're doing, and they run around with buckets on their head. <laughs> I laughed so hard. The, sw- the Switch launched with Breath of the Wild, and that was it. <laughs> No, there's a Think shit about... ton of. Long yeah, games. there is. There was one two switch. There's one two switch. There was snipper oh, clips. There My was fast RMX stands. <laughs> um, it, it didn't look anything big. Guys, so I don't know if I've told this story in the podcast before, but I when I when I bought my switch, I bought two games because I was like, I want to I want to play more than just one game on the switch. I brought Breath of the Wild, and I bought Super Bomberman R. You know how many times I've played Super Bomberman R? Zero. One. One time. <laughs> Uh, but zero is a good guess because it was almost zero. <laughs> um, all right. I think the last big question we have to ask, what is the name? What are they going to call whatever their next thing is? Adam? I saw one float- I saw one floating around online. I won't take credit for it, but the Super Nintendo Switch. That is one of the big ones that... I, I like that one. Saying. Personally, I like that. That's what I would want it to be. The SNS. Yeah. The SNS. Don't abbreviate just, it like that. Is that where you're horrible. going, Adam? I'm going to vote that, yeah, just because that's the one I've heard that I like the best. Derek, what are your yeah. thoughts? The Nintendo Switch. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> yeah, there's, <laughs> there's going to be no new name. You don't even think it'll be like a new Nintendo Switch or anything like that? No, no. just the, the Nintendo okay. Switch. What do you think the new console is going to be called, Jeff? <laughs> See, I, if they came out with a pro version... It would not be called Super Nintendo Switch, but I think because I think the next thing they're gonna do is a full-on successor to the Switch, I also think it might be the the Super Nintendo <laughs> Super Switch. Nintendo Switch. So, I'm uh, hedging my bets. I'm going both I'm gonna, ways here. I'm gonna have to go with Adam on that one, but for a different reason. Besides, this, this is a point system. If I play a little bit to each side, I might get some points regardless. Because this is gonna be the first full-on sequel console. Well, they had. The only other full-on sequel console they had was there was the NES, the Nintendo Entertainment System to the Super Nintendo Entertainment System, and then the Wii and the Wii U. They're not going to fucking go with Switch U, I will tell you that much. No. And I don't, I think they're going to play on on their history and their nostalgia and go Super Nintendo Switch. Okay. Is there any other stipulations and categories that you guys want to get in on here? I think the only other one I can think of is when will it be announced? Announced date. Ooh. Okay. When do you think it's gonna be announced? 
I vote yeah, summer, Derek. like this upcoming summer. If this it comes summer. out this year, Derek, then when are they announcing it? This E3? Next week. <laughs> oh my fucking god! Could you imagine? Could you imagine? This is Derek, like if that, if that happens, I will buy you like three pizzas. I, I feel like I just have to. I had to go for if, it. If that happens, each of us is going to buy Derek a pizza. Yeah, yes. no, that's reasonable. I Oh, uh, that's funny. Um, they're going to announce it in 2023 because so here's my thing we're four years but jeff in... you have it as a real as a spring 2022 release wait yeah, he's going to his I'm, other I'm, thing. I'm playing both he's playing both i think you have to draw the line somewhere <laughs> jeff uh all right give me the release of okay or, so or else you're not getting your pizza until 2023 <laughs> yeah jeff come on <laughs> pizza's on the line here uh when is it announced Mm. I mean, I'm not going to win if the pro version comes out because you guys are right. Yeah, so I, I have doesn't... to go full in and like, count on a 2023 pizza. Uh, let's see. So the Wii, which is their most successful console, had a six-year life cycle, 2008, no, 2006 to 2012. So... We had 2017, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. It'll be announced in the beginning of 2023. And you can change my release date to spring of 2020, So you think it's going to get like announced in a, like a January Nintendo Direct? I think they'll do a similar thing that they did last time. Count it. And in fucking 2023, you guys are buying me pizza. <laughs> That's sure. the thing is I feel like they are too close to working on whatever their next big thing is to be working on a pro version. Unless they fully commit to it's like the phone thing and it's just like it's just what they do now. Yeah. I don't think there needs to be another Nintendo console besides the Switch. I would hope that they don't because it's my... I love what it is, and I don't want them to go back to whatever the weird gimmicks that they were doing. Virtual Boy 2. Super Virtual Boy? Super Virtual Boy. That's uh, the I next. Want the, uh, I want the game Octagon. <laughs> so, did everyone Octag- give all it would, actually, it would actually be Octagonal Prism. <laughs> You're welcome, Prism. Adam. Everyone Thank gave you. all of their answers? Otherwise known as the GOP. Oh my god, stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Adam. What are you? What's your uh, announcement date? Uh, like specific dates? Uh, well, no, no, like like time frame. Like Derek time said, frame. fucking next week. Like you. I'm, the, the I'm giving it like, court. like May or June of this year. So like E3 time. So E3 2021. Yeah. Okay. Or what, whatever is going to be passing for E3 this year. What did you say, Andrew? I am going to say E3 2022. Okay. This is going to be interesting. Someone's going to have a pizza. Next week. <laughs> so each one of those things is worth one point, correct? Correct. Seems to be the easiest way to do, do it. it that way. Okay. Although if Derek's right on next week, I think he immediately wins. <laughs> I mean, he'll get at least one point. Yeah. What if Metroid Prime 4 still releases with the console? I can still yeah, win. That's fair. That's fair. I can still win. Uh, can still win. We're fucking so, playing the I long mean, game. Well, here's the thing. I think everything for this is worth one point unless it's announced next week. Then Derek, Derek gets just three wins. points. Just win. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no. Like, that's we... the only. 
There's an oh. asterisk next to this one. If that if Derek gets this right, we all out buy him a pizza. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. but that's that's yeah. that is a separate thing separate. from the There's other bet. This is a bet with a bet. Derek gets a separate win condition. Okay, <laughs> I like it. All right, cool. There it's are. A special, it's a special treat. There are our predictions for the Nintendo Switch Pro. Here's the fucking hoping we don't hear any more rumors about it until they actually announce the thing. Oh, it's gonna happen. We're gonna get more rumors every other week at least. Uh-huh. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's wrap up this podcast by doing what we do best. Let's do some megabyte trivia. All right, topic for this week's trivia. It's obvious. It is Nintendo Switch trivia. And if yes. anyone is watching live on Twitch, feel free to to put your answers in the chat. That could be pretty fun. I'm counting on you three. Do to we not... get lifelines? Can no, we, can we no. use Twitch chat? Uh, no, looking at Twitch chat. Fine. Uh, that is cheating, but also fun for me to know. look at. All right. Are you guys ready? Yes, sir. Question number one. What was the code name for the Nintendo Switch? While the Nintendo Switch was in development, they were using this code name to refer to the console. This one is very easy. I'm expecting all of you to get it. Adam's brought it up as potential name for the next console. Adam, what was oh, the yeah. code name for the Nintendo Switch? <laughs> oh, it's it's the it was the NX. Derek, I almost said NXT, but it, yeah, it's the NX. Andrew, it, uh, it is the NX. It is the NX. That is one point. For everyone. All right. Question the, number the, two. Next. The next. Yeah. <laughs> question number two. All right. <laughs> we all now know that Mario Kart 8 is the best-selling Switch game. What is the second best-selling game on the Nintendo Switch? Best-selling or most downloaded? B- both. Okay. Yes. If you're asking, it is not a free-to-play game. Okay. So no Fortnite. It's like that best, was mine. Yeah. Best selling game that made money. What is the second best selling game on the Nintendo Switch? Andrew, we're gonna have you go first here. What is the second best selling game on the Nintendo Switch? Uh. See, my gut instinct is to say Smash, but I feel like it's a trick question, and that there's some sneaker uh pick that actually surpassed it. Uh, but I'm going to say Smash anyway, like a stupid head. Derek? I said Smash. <laughs> Adam? Uh, my safer bet is Pokemon Sword and Shield. Mm, you are all wrong. Unfortunately, Ooh. it's a game none of us particularly liked, but it is the fucking biggest game on the planet still. Uh, yeah, huh? It is Animal Crossing Animal New Cro- Horizons. Oh, Damn it. See, I was going to say that, but I figured, oh, it came out last year. It couldn't have gotten that high so fast. But oh, I no. <laughs> oh, no. It was uh, very, very popular. All right. Damn it. That was my first answer. Question number three. What new Nintendo IP made its debut on the Nintendo Switch during its launch year? What Nintendo new Nintendo IP made its debut during its launch year? Derek, we're going to have you go first on this one. Oh, boy. <laughs> what new Nintendo Switch IP made its debut during the launch year? Um, I'm gonna go with Snipper Clips. Adam, uh, it's one of two things in my head, but I'm going with Splatoon. 
Andrew. Oh, he's. It's arms. Ah, uh, arms. Splatoon See, made his debut on the Wii U. Snipperclips was not a Nintendo IP. Uh, so one point. Are for you Andrew. sure? Barely Wait, Splatoon sure. was on the Wii U. Yeah, Splatoon one was Snipper on the Clips? Wii U. Oh yeah, yeah, Splatoon one was on the Wii U. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Splatoon two did come out in the Switch launch year though. It did. Okay, that's what I was thinking of. Okay. See, what it is... completely slipped my mind that it was on the Wii U. Question number four. What was the release date of the Nintendo Switch? I need month, day, year. Because you were all there. And I remember <laughs> it was specifically a big event for Andrew and I and TCon. Um, so I want month, day, year. Adam, you're going to go first on this one. What, what was the month, day, year of what? The release of Nintendo Switch. Oh, okay. Adam. March 20th. 2017. Derek? March 18th, 2017. Andrew? March 3rd, 2017. It was March 3rd, it was 2017. Third? Huh. Yep, it was the very was later. beginning of March. Andrew has uh, secured himself the win here already, but we'll go into question number five. What is the least selling Nintendo-developed game on the Nintendo Switch? So... The Nintendo-developed game that has sold the least units on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, I guess we'll have... It doesn't matter. Andrew, you can go first. Also, ARMS. Derek? ARMS. Adam? I'm going to guess the, the Yoshi-crafted game that came out. I don't remember the title. No dice. It was Captain's Toad's Treasure Tracker. Oh, really? Uh, oh. See, I didn't... Because that, that's a port. It's so. a Nintendo-developed game. You're not wrong. <laughs> uh, all right. Congratulations, Andrew. You have one. Was Arms was Arms the second least? Uh, I didn't look. <laughs> I only looked at what the least was. I, arms was not great though. Um, all right. Tiebreaker tie question for fun that doesn't count for anything. How many Joy-Con colors are available on the official Nintendo website? Fourteen. Seven. Can I count first? No, I have. Go ahead. You can say the colors out loud if you want. Wait, so wait, gray, red, blue, yellow, green, orange, purple, pink. Oh, wow, there's dark, a lot more than I thought. Dark blue, so nine? That is exactly all... right, and those are all of them. There's like, isn't there, I thought there was like another shade of red. Oh, you be mean like on the Nintendo website. Yeah, I specific, so yeah, it didn't include like the yellow and brown Eevee ones. It didn't include the Animal Crossing ones. I was thinking of like doing all of them, including the- Yeah, I was, I was excluding ones. like the-, the Alternative board. question, how many Joy-Con does Pear Schneider own? All of them, <laughs> except yeah. for the, the Labo ones. Um, all right. Awesome. Congratulations on winning trivia this week, Andrew. You did it. Okay, gentlemen, that brings us to the end of this episode of the Game Sharks podcast. You can send us an email at GameSharksPodcast at Yahoo.com. Send us any trivia that you want me to ask the boys. Send us any general questions that you want us to discuss. What are your predictions for the Nintendo Switch Pro or the next version of the Nintendo Switch or whatever you think is coming next from them hardware-wise? You can find us on Instagram at GameSharksPodcast. You can find our Twitch which is Game Sharks Podcast, where we're going to start streaming all of our episodes live, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Thursdays, unless otherwise specified. Uh, that's going to be a thing we're going to do going forward. You can find our website, thegamesharks.com. 
we're gonna we have some reviews in the works playing some games that we need to beat before we can write those reviews but you can check them out there out at the website and we'll let you know when those things are done uh but i suppose with that we are finn Finn. no (laughs) yeah yeah one more one more of those jokes in the video (laughs) 